This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And we've got a couple of bombshells here today. I'm Arlene Bynum for John Oakley. And our panel of topics worthy of discussion, sponsored by Pizzaville Pound 3636. Here is our panel, Dan Moulton, who is a consultant at Crestview Strategy, a public affairs agency, and a former advisor in the McGinty and Wynn governments. Dan Moulton, how Hello. are you? I'm very well. How are you? I am good. And Peter Tabbins, MPP for Toronto Danforth and the NDP's Energy and Climate Change critic peter welcome thank you very much nice to be here hey great to have you and the one and only anthony fury son post media columnist and national comment editor anthony great day for talk radio (laughs) one of the best (laughs) it it is i would say this may go down in the well it's up there with the history books i would say for sure all right dan i'm gonna throw it to you i gotta say i did not think i would hear this in this city in this country anyway witch hunts when it comes to the SNC-Lavalin affair, we heard it as there were calls from the opposition to move this forward at the Justice Committee. Is that really going to work? I think a, a better description would be a lot of political theater in Ottawa today, which you know mm-hmm. certainly Canadians have come mm-hmm. to expect from the Parliament. But uh, today was a, a pretty watermark affair in political theater. You know, when it comes to this entire conversation about SNC-Lavalin and and the Prime Minister, you know, having been very clear this week that the allegations that were reported in the Globe and Mail are false. Um, There aren't a lot of facts beyond the fact that there was some allegations. The Prime Minister has said they were false. We don't know who's making the allegations. We don't know anything about them, for that matter. They're reported, uh, you know, unnamed sources. Uh, allegations were made. We know a minister was demoted. We know that she has legal counsel. Well, and we're, we know we're, that... We're, we're desperate for a reason to explain mm-hmm. a cabinet shuffle from a few weeks ago. And, and that really just, to me, is a lot of, you know, inside baseball conversation. Not, most Canadians aren't still talking about cabinet shuffles from several weeks ago. Uh, I think people are desperate to find an explanation for that uh, that cabinet shuffle. Uh, this is what's being hung on it. I, I mean, there's we haven't heard from uh, that minister. We haven't heard a no, former minister. No, because she can't speak right now. Well, I mean, she's citing solicitor-client privilege. She has a responsibility, uh, as any good lawyer, any good lawyer worth their salt does, uh, to uh, uphold solicitor-client privilege in this case, and that's what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Already made me throw it. Peter, you know, one of the aspects of this, first of all, before we get into the details, what is your take here? We've we've seen that Dan, kind of nothing to see here. This is about a cabinet <laughs> show. And for the record, it was, it was a nice time. Darlene, I just came but, yeah. to hear Dan spin, so I'm done. You can ring the bell. I'll, I'll see you guys later. Have a good one. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. I got the hook here, Anthony. That was worth my burger's worth. That was a good you, one. You get back in that chair. Yeah, I, I was hard for me to interrupt because it was a it was a nice try. Let's put it that way. It was a very good try. Uh, I have to say, I'm impressed. <laughs> uh, when I was dealing with McGinty and Wynn, I was always impressed with her ability to spin the most amazing scandal as just everyday business. Nothing mm-hmm. going on here. Nothing to notice. It seems to be pretty clear. There's a lot of turmoil in this cabinet. Uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould resigned as a minister after the prime minister said that. Her continued presence in the cabinet was a clear indication that there was no problem, everything was fine. Well, hours I think later, gone. Hours later, she was gone. So I, I think she sent a very clear message without violating any privilege whatsoever. It's also pretty clear that SNC-Lavalin has been able to get great access to the PM. Uh, mm-hmm. What was it, 50 meetings in two years now? Yeah, how many, uh, Peter, how many meetings did he have with Jagmeet Singh? Because I'm pretty sure I saw a few of those on the lobby. Yeah, room maybe sheet. a few, but yeah. come on. Uh, and and given that we're both in the same party, you wouldn't be surprised. But if if I was 
someone from General Motors trying to talk to the Prime Minister about loss of my job, I wouldn't be getting meetings like that. Uh, frankly, that ain't going to happen. A lot of people are finding it very difficult to access this Prime Minister unless they've got big bucks. And if they've got big bucks, so apparently you they can just question, walk in though, whenever they want. How many meetings want. did Jagmeet Singh and the New Democrats have with SNC? One, I mean, arguably, you know, one of Canada's largest and most important infrastructure companies. It makes sense that politicians would meet with them. I just think it's a bit rich and a bit silly for the NDP to say, oh, the Prime Minister met with SNC. Well, of course the Prime Minister met with Did Jagmeet Singh, so Singh change the criminal code for SNC Lavalin's advantage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a very good question. Mm-hmm. Did Jagmeet Meet Singh had the ability to go over and pester the Attorney General mm-hmm. about a prosecution if that Prime Minister wanted to do that. No, he didn't. This is a very different situation, and you're quite well aware of that. Now. All right. You're I'm going to turn well it over to Anthony here. Anthony, the nub here that, and you've just uh, talked about part of it, we keep getting back. Did this Prime Minister or did the PMO, did they pressure this now former minister? to make those legal changes for SNC-Lavalin, we still don't have a direct answer. We don't know right now. We don't know who said what to whom, but we need clarity because there is right now the seeds of doubt that have been planted in the minds of all Canadians that there is not judicial impartiality in this country, both to the detriment and to other companies like... I'll, I'll name a few other, perhaps, Quebec aerospace companies. Oh, this is great. It's a feeding frenzy right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, this can create a ripple effect as well. I, I'm reminded of a line that Mark Cuban said that Kevin O'Leary told him, that one of the reasons he wanted mm-hmm. to be prime minister is because the prime minister has more power than the American president, because there are less checks and balances. It's true. And what we saw in the Justice Committee Today was a committee in which everybody, uh, every liberal was put there by the prime minister. The chair is put there by the Mm -hmm. prime minister. The witness list can be vetted by the PMO. And the final report that the committee puts out has often, and I don't just mean this for Trudeau government, but in previous governments, is looked at by the PMO as well. The ethics commissioner was ultimately decided by the prime minister Mm -hmm. and uh, in a process that a lot of people had problems with and Democracy Watch and other groups had major issues with this. What do we do here? Now, the Gomery inquiry, Paul Martin uh, selected that to shame Jean Chrétien. You need the prime minister to call for something like that. So how the hell do you hold the Canadian prime minister to account? So I, 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 to call for an RCMP probe, as a number of very credible people have done, it's a bit difficult because what is the actual crime? It's unclear. But we need an adult in the room to get clarity because we have a crisis on our hands. And we do. Let's just go back. And, you know, Anthony's raised a really good point, and there's a lot of points in this, but we're looking at our system here. This is all possible. It is possible. He he raised the ethics commissioner, and now this. I mean, we have an attorney general making these decisions. He was appointed by the government. This is all possible. Dan, what do you think is the most vulnerable part for your government here today, for your party? Is it the law? Is it what may be a lie? Or is it the look of the thing with a prime minister who branded himself as the antithesis of what we're discussing here today? You know, I I think it's great the uh, ethics commissioner is uh, taking a look at this. I think that the prime minister welcomed that, that, you know, uh, inquiry, uh, as it were, uh, to to have a, a look at what's happened here. Uh, we don't have a lot of facts to add to this conversation, so I think that is a good thing. I mean, there there aren't there aren't anything. There's nothing substantiated about this so far. 
I'm not surprised to but see... But she was demoted. I'm we do su- know she was demoted. No, but we don't know that that uh, has anything to do with it. I wouldn't describe it as a demotion but either. She I mean, clearly she, does. I mean, she... Well, I mean, we know she resigned. Mm-hmm. She has resigned from the cabinet. That is a fact. Yep. You're, and, that's, and, that's, mm-hmm. that's, what, that's the one fact you have. And here, very Peter. clearly in response to what the prime minister was saying, that everything was fine because she was in cabinet, she sent that message. And no, you're I mean, right. I there, think that, I think that I'm not surprised facts. to see my co-panelists here and the opposition in Ottawa, you know, licking their chops over this one. This is the greatest day you can have when you're in the opposition. This is the stuff that you dream of uh, coming up. These are our sort of because these stories, of the these allegations. Because of the self-defeating part of this, uh, maybe, And I would though. say, I, I would say that I, I'm not yet confident unless there are a lot more evolving facts added to this uh, to, to this situation uh, that this is something that we're going to be talking about a few weeks from now. Poor Trudeau, just a victim of circumstance. All these, you know... Unlucky all, guy. And you know what, Arlene, when, when mm-hmm. people say, and I know you've said this to me over the years, you know, even uh, it's always a man's world, even when it's a woman's world. And you see, a, you know, Jody Wilson... She's Rebold, difficult. So, yeah, she's difficult. She's I've the B-word, you know, just simply yeah. because uh, she's standing up and, and and making a statement. And, you know, and, and I just want to talk about the what's left over in here. As I said, you know, the lie, the, the law, which we've discussed, and also Why? the look of it here. Um, well, no, there may no, be a lie. There to may, substantiate those no, allegations. No, but there may be. You're nothing. You're saying fake news, Dan. You know who you sound like. I'm saying there's, there is we literally do not nothing know to about, We do not know about the pressure. There is, is not clarity there. So, so Which is why we need an inquiry. There's no clarity. A proper there's no substantiation of the allegation. No. But we do there's need to no know. We here. do need to know whether or not that is the truth or not. Okay, I just want to go back to the look of things here. And I'll whip back to Anthony. And then, I, you know. Again, I mean, the, we love hypocrisy in the media, let's face it. And just about everybody does. So do voters. They get it. It's very, very easy. And this is easy, just branded as the feminist prime minister lauded around the world and also the person who was going to bring diversity here. And she is no longer the attorney general. She has resigned. She is a woman. Others, you know, anonymous sources, she's a bit difficult here. I don't know. Can he ever wear that crown again, Anthony? This and is you've a really got one-sided conversation. I must you, say. you've <laughs> got. You, you, I think you've tried to run out the clock pretty much every time you've been speaking. Uh, you, you know, she's got. A lot of people coming forward, cabinet ministers, caucus members, who are doing wink, wink, nudge, nudge, saying, we've got your back here. I think Trudeau's biggest challenge is he was very lucky uh, to have some very uh, credentialed people running for office with him. And and when Mm -hmm. he announced the cabinet in November 2015, a lot of us went, oh. Okay. That's pretty good. You know, Bill Morneau, Harjit Sajjan. Mm-hmm. You know, look at these resumes. You go, these people are pretty impressive. And Shane Philpot and others. The challenge with that is at a certain moment, all of these these very serious adults in the room are going to go, I'm taking orders from this guy? Are you kidding me? And now is the moment when they've all said, we ain't putting up with this anymore. All right, Peter, I, I just want to pick up on that it, with you. It is strange, and I, I know it's a tough day, Dan. However, I got it. you know, one of the facts here is there's been the appearance of breaks within the Liberal Party. You have Bob Ray saying, you know, stellar person, um, Jody Wilson-Raybould. Yeah, yeah. You have, I mean, you have even McCallum, who lost his gig, who said, yeah, I'm still Team Trudeau. However, and, and you have Jane Philpott as well. There is a sense here that it is not all for one and one for all with this. Is it unusual when you see these these breaks here? Well, it is unusual, but to be honest, I don't think that's the central part of the story here. Uh, I think 
the necessity of having an investigation to get the key players before a parliamentary committee so they can be questioned, and I would hope they would be questioned under oath, to actually dig into this. That is far more important to me than whether or not the Liberals are getting along with each other. I mean, I'm not a fan of the Liberal government. The fact that they're not happy with each other is a plus. Um, But I think the public deserves an answer as to what really went on and an exploration. The idea that the Liberals on this committee didn't want to invite the people who are the key players to make statements before the committee is extraordinary to me. Mm -hmm. Actually, I shouldn't say extraordinary, outrageous. What's pretty clear is the Prime Minister really is doing his best to stage manage this particular committee so that he can say, yes, there was an inquiry. We just only talked to a few people. It was done in dark. You'll never know what happened. And you know what? We're going to go to break. We, we're all experiencing this. We've been watching what's happening in the United States. And you got to say, wow, we're applying this here in so many ways. We're going to return to our panel discussion. I'm Arlene Bynan for John Oakley. And this is Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It was her responsibility to come and speak to me directly about that. She did not do that. If the Liberals vote this motion down, or if in any way they weaken it or water it down, uh, that is an admission of guilt. She upholds integrity and dignity and the rule of law, and she gets kicked in the teeth. The truth is not partisan. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.